0: Barney and Friends Barney Simon Jackaranda FM David, open the door Look everyone, he's coming through the door Brilliant! He didn't even open them He's here Hey look everybody, it's Barney In studio with me, the legendary David Visser Oh, that is smashed It's gone a long way in the air and don't worry it's halfway up the bank as well six runs
1: exactly the same way he started the previous over i kid you not this fella can hit the ball a very very long way it may have gone 91 meters as the crow flies but i tell you what it's gone 91 meters straight up
0: in the air as well hello david
1: Hi, oh, Bonnie. How's it going? <laughs> all
0: right. Just put that bat down, okay?
1: <laughs> uh, we'll take it easy now for a while. Well,
0: I've got goosebumps there again. Look. Yeah, I must say, listening to that also, it okay. gives me a little bit of chills again. It's amazing. Uh, David Visser, my in-studio guest, we've got two hours. We're going to start with where you were born. We're going to play all your favorite songs, and I want to find out what goes on in the mind of a cricketer while you're out there batting, uh, the adrenaline pumps, and uh, the stuff that you do after hours as well. We heard rumours you're getting married. We're going to talk about that a little later on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very interesting times. Very so, interesting. Where were you born, David? I was born in Limpopo,
1: in Johannesburg. Um, didn't stay there for long though, but yeah, technically speaking, that's where I
0: was born. Okay. What were your parents up to then? Uh, what were they? What kind um, of businesses and? Well, my
1: dad was actually still uh, studying then and um, working part time. Uh, that's why he was up in Joburg. He was studying at Wits. And then shortly after, obviously I got born, then he started the job and then we moved.
0: Do you remember anything? Uh, one, two, three, four, probably up to about six, seven. What, what, what is the memory, the one memory that stands out for you when you were that age? I know it's tough, but there must be something that you, maybe a smell or something that was, or maybe your mom whacked you or whatever.
1: No, to be honest with you, it's just always being outside. Oh, really? Just always being outside. I've got an older brother, he's two and a half years older than me. And um he was also sports mad, so we were just constantly outside competing against each other and just used to laugh my folks insane.
0: So did you uh go to the drive in in your day? Do you remember the drive
1: in? I actually do remember. We only went once. And if I remember we went to go watch
0: Ghostbusters <laughs> and really I think mean? it was one of the Leon Schuster movies actually. Oh, really? Yeah. And as a family, I mean, uh, at primary school and whatever, were you uh, your parents? Did you do a lot of things together? I mean, did you go fishing, you and your brother with with your dad, or you know, movies and things like that? Did you spend a lot of time with the family. We did spend a lot of time, but it was mainly just
1: on the sports field, to be honest. Um, you know, my my folks always been there for us, supporting us from the from the first day, actually. And you know, they gave up their weekends to. You know, drive us around, take us to the field, sit next to the field and just support us the whole time. And from an early age, I mean, I remember being, what, five years old and getting my first tennis lesson. And they were there next to the court and, you know, supporting us the whole time. So we didn't get to do the whole fishing thing. We went camping every now and then. But it was just mainly just, you know, them being there for us and giving us what we wanted.
0: And uh, did you spend a lot of time... Uh You know, with them picking up at school, uh, did your parents get involved in a lot of activities at school as well? So they're always there on the sidelines screaming and shouting? Yeah, my my mom was a stay-at-home mom. So um, she
1: was there every single day to pick us up from school. We actually didn't even leave school. She'd pick us up, bring us a change of clothes and lunch, and then straight into the fields and courts. And, you know, she'll be there the whole time. And by the time we'll get home, then my dad will get home, and then, you know, he'll spend a bit of time with us. And my mom will go help
0: us with our homework. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much how our day went for, what, 12 years of my life. Good memories. Now, tell me about your primary school. Do you still remember which one you went to? Yeah, I well,
1: actually went to two primary schools. Um, my dad works for Anglo, or he worked, he's retired now. So we moved around quite a quite a bit, you know, to all the mining towns when I was younger. And, you know, then eventually when I started school, we were staying in Stanerton. And I went to Stanerton primary School there until Stannert 2. And, you know, it was a small town then, but when you're that age, there was a skateboard lamp just down <laughs> the left of my house and, you know, a lot of open fields. So it was awesome. And then from there... My dad got transferred to Whitbank and then we moved there. And then I went to Robert Culliver's Primary School. And yeah, I've just stayed in Whitbank ever since. I heard rumors you were head boy there. I was head boy in high school. <laughs> Primary School, I was head of sport. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's quite it's up there, but not the main one.
0: Just turn around quickly. All your fans are here. They're waving at you. <laughs> brilliant, nice to see They recognize you, which is brilliant Because you're on television virtually every day now In their faces, eh? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think they want to actually yell what I'm saying also I do know what's going on there yeah. oh. So uh, tell me, um, then uh, at primary school I mean, uh, immediately you liked the the small balls Like you said, you started playing uh, tennis and whatever But And, and the other, other guys in school I mean, were they into rugby already and soccer and stuff like that? I mean, there you were did you ever, at primary school, think of, uh, hey, I want to play soccer or rugby or something like that? When, when I was staying in Stanitzen, I did play a little bit of rugby.
1: Um, but that was also still the non-contact type where you just, you know, the whole tag and, and release all of that stuff. And then when we moved to Whitbank, the school that I went to actually didn't have rugby. They only had soccer or well football, let's mm. call it that. And um, I just, I was interested, but I was useless at it. I've got two left feet, and still to the day now when we're doing our warm-ups and we, we do play football and we're choosing the teams, I feel like the fat kid back at school because I'm always chosen last.
0: Just go and play yeah. in the goals, you know what I mean? Goalkeeper, that's the safest thing.
1: That's what I do this. now. I go defense. I just get in the way. Get in the way and boot the ball. That's, that's, that's yeah. my little now. So, yeah.
0: so tennis, what did you find fascinating about tennis? I mean, your reflexes. I mean, that must be something, and that backhand, and, and it takes a lot of time. You know, to practice and practice and practice, and – did you go uh, for lessons? Uh, you know, apart from lessons in school, but uh, did you go to another? Did somebody teach you how to play? Yeah, tennis? I went
1: for private coaching lessons for what thirteen years of my life. Okay. Uh, I still remember my coach' name. There in Whitbank was Shaul Bason He was actually a SA player, veterans when he was coaching us. So he was, you know, a very good coach. And mm. you know, for me, I'm a perfectionist, and that's the thing about tennis is you know it's the complete opposite of cricket where you, you have your teammates, everything. Tennis is just you against you know your opponent and I just wanted it to be perfect, and I would just spend hours on that court just trying to hit that perfect shot and, and play that, that perfect backhand or you know, the winning forehand or something like that. And yeah, that that's what I strive for, is just to be the best the whole time. So, you were you in the boys' choir? Yes, I was oh, actually.
0: David. <laughs>
1: I actually was, and I was invited to go to the Zakersberg Boys' Choir, but then I heard they didn't play sport there, so I turned it down. How's your singing voice? Have you got a nice voice? No, after puberty hit, it was just downhill after that. So. <laughs>
0: So we got a lot to talk about. We're going to play one of your first songs that you selected, uh, Green Day. So you must have—I mean, as you said, skateboarding and stuff like that, and a bit of punk rock. Why do you like Green Day? I've—I've I've always liked the little bit
1: of acoustic feel, and you know, it just for me. Green Day has been one of my favorite bands for a long time and this song just, you know, listen to the words and just uh, just for some reason it just, you know, I spoke to me and I enjoy the song and, you know, it's, I'm glad you're playing it first because it is actually my, my favorite song. It is my number one, so yeah, it'll be good to hear it.
0: David Visser, our protea, our titan and then what's the other team you played for in India? Uh, little challenges, bangalore. There we go. You see. But you are having the time of your life. We're going to talk about that, how your life just changed around and people are recognizing you and. Amazing. You didn't really expect that to happen, what, 20 years ago or so, eh? little boy running around. So um, then you went to high school. Was it a bit of a, a challenge for you? I mean, or did you go to a school with all your friends? Because it's always like if you don't go, you end up in standard six or whatever grade it's called now, eight. You, you rock up there and you have to start all over again. And then you get the matrix there and you ont you know, that kind of thing. How was that for you, that transition from primary school to high school? Yeah, it was... Um It was a little bit tough, to be honest. Like you said, you know, um, I was
1: in Whitbank, so there weren't many options to go to school there. It was basically the high school or the technical high school. Mm. And all of my friends went to the technical high school, and I'm not technically inclined at all. I was into the numbers then, so I went to the normal high school. So it was a a case of, you know, starting over again, meeting new people, making new friends. And, you know, I was shy back then, and, and... you know, um, it was a little bit difficult, but yeah, that's how you learn. You get through it. And
0: fortunately, like I said, I got an older brother. He was in the same school as me, so he did look out for me a little bit. Mm. And you, um, you know, were you naughty at school? Were you, or were you a loner? Sort of, you did your own thing? Or were you part of a group? No, I definitely wasn't naughty at school. I, I, was,
1: um, I was one who liked to, Play by the book, to be honest with you. I didn't like to get shouted at. If the, my my philosophy is, if there's rules in life, there's a reason why it's there. You know, it's not they're not there to be broken. It's it's reason for that. So, I just went through school, just doing what I had to do, getting good marks, and just playing sport the whole time. So, yeah, I had my mates, but they were
0: usually just you know your teammates at yeah, the end of the day. It's amazing how many successful people I've interviewed on a Wednesday night. On Johnny Clegg, uh, Jesse Clegg. Um, Craig Hines from Watershed and, and they all said they love discipline and they love going to school and that kind of thing. So it just shows you how if you disciplined at school and you love studying and, and you know, you're, you've sorted your life out really, then you will become successful in life.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't miss a day of school, you know, my entire 12 years, I never missed a day of school. And for me, it wasn't even an option of oh, feeling a little bit chesty in the morning, you know, you had to go, you just had to go and, you know, and. That's just the way my folks were it was it was light and long, black or white and that's it, you know, no grey areas and you did what you were told and that's the way I was brought up.
0: Barney and friends. Barney Simon.